cut the music. We cutting the music early today. AJ2K here, back with another episode of AJ2K Radio. And if you're not a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, or at least a hater of the Philadelphia Eagles that wouldn't mind listening to a little slander from an Eagles fan, I suggest you turn off the radio now. I suggest you click on another podcast or some music or whatever else you choose to listen to today. Because I searched high and low for a few other topics today. I couldn't find none because my passion, my frustration, my irritation with the Philadelphia Eagles right now is too high for me to spend any time talking about anything else. See, y'all thought I was playing. See, I came out on timeout. Most of you follow. And I told you there that this week I'm talking about nothing but the Eagles. And my goal is to get out everything I feel right here, right now, so that I don't have to talk about them for the rest of the season. I'm done. I don't care to talk about the Eagles anymore. But see, I know myself. And I know in knowing myself, in order for me to be done, I have to get out all of my thoughts. Now, you'll have to excuse me today. My words may be a little slurred. No, it's not that I've been drinking, even though I probably should be watching these damn Eagles. It's the fact that I bit my tongue pretty bad the other night. It's a little swollen and it's a little hard for me to talk today. So if I sound a little like Kanye on through the wire, y'all hang in there with me. Just hang in there with me, because much like Kanye had to drop that track. I got to drop this podcast today. I got to You feel me? I got to get this out. So with that being said, I'm going to get right into my frustration with the Philadelphia Eagles. My My frustration is this. My team insults the intelligence of Eagles fans everywhere. Yes, I'll say it again. My team, my organization, coaching staff, GM, owner, They insult us every week. As an Eagles fan, we know what the issues are. We know what the problems are. We know our offensive line is awful. We know our receiving core has not been great. We know Carson Wentz is a problem. We know we we know these. We know these things. We know in the offseason we had we had an issue with our secondary. Our secondary still isn't one of the best. We know this. We, we know this. This isn't new information to anyone. But what are we doing in the offseason to address these issues? One thing we did is we went out and grabbed Big Play Slay. I'm still very happy with that move, even though he didn't look the greatest Monday night against D- uh, DK Metcalf. I'm still very happy with that move. He's played sensational this year. But the rest of the moves, I've seen moves on the defensive line. I saw little to no moves on the offensive line, which is debatably our biggest hole right now, the offensive line. I watched us draft a quarterback in the second round named Jalen Hurts. I'll get to that in a second. Also watched us draft a receiver in the first round named Jalen Rager. I'll get to that in a second. We drafted some, we drafted some receivers later on in the draft, some speedy receivers. 
We got Alshon back later on in the season. We got Deshaun back. We went out and got Goodwin, who decided to sit out this year due to COVID. We understand. Not harping on him too long. Mar- Marquise, that is. Marquise. Sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. Again, my tongue all messed up. It's all good, though. Hang in there. Not going to harp on him too much. I understand why you would sit out right now. COVID is a real thing. Very well. Side side note, if y'all not wearing y'all masks by now, you should be ashamed of yourself. But again, oh, and washing your hands and, you know, doing what you need to do to stay healthy. But again, that's neither here or there. We talking about Philly right now. Can't knock him for sitting the season up. We made all these moves and they told us that we was going to have a high powered offense. That's what they sold us on. Eagles fans, we're going to have a high-powered offense. We're going to have speed like we've never had. On the outside, on the inside, we're, we're going to have things that we have just we just haven't had in some years and in, in some time. That's what we're going to have. That's what this is going to be. And what has it been? Trash. It's been atrocious. It's been atrocious. It's been an awful season, bro. The Philadelphia Eagles are a team that I thought this year, my biasness for the Eagles aside, I thought we'd be at least 11 and 5 this year. 10 and 6 at the worst. I look at the roster. I see Miles Sanders in the backfield. I see Carson Wentz. I see Deshaun Jackson. I see Alshon. I see Rager. I see, you know, Hightower. I see Godwin. I, I see all these different people. Good one. I see all these different pieces on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. I still see Fletcher Cox. I see we got big play slate. I see we got Brandon Graham still. I see we got Avante Maddox, who's a great, I think he's a a pretty solid corner. Doesn't always show, but I think he's a damn good corner, especially to be second string behind Slay. Also played very good Monday night against Tyler Lockett. But see, that's not the point. The point is, you see all that talent and you think, wow, this team is going to be really good. Especially in the NFC East, that is garbage. That is trash. And yet they lay an egg. It started going back to the draft. It started in the draft. Everybody and their mother knew that when Justin Jefferson was available, that's who the Eagles should have picked. That's who the Eagles should have picked. This is not a knock on Rager. I think he's going to be a decent player. I think he's going to be a solid player. But one thing is for sure by now, and yes, it's early, and I understand how early it is, but one thing is for sure to my mind right now, to what I see right now, he's not going to be better than Justin Jefferson. It's not going to happen. He's not going to be better than Justin Jefferson. We pass on Justin Jefferson, who had, what was it, four touchdowns in the national championship game? Four? We pass on Justin Jefferson to grab a guy from TCU, short, drawing comparisons to Deshaun Jackson. Clearly, he's not Deshaun Jackson. Struggling to stay healthy, struggling to make moves in open space, struggling to create separation between him and cornerbacks in the NFL. Again, Justin Jefferson playing for the Vikings, tearing it up. Keep in mind, people, for the people who don't remember this, the Vikings had to pick directly after the Philadelphia Eagles and took Jefferson. Literally the pick right after and took Jefferson off the board. The Cowboys 
who drafted in front of us, took C.D. Lamb, another great receiver. I think he's another receiver. I think is going to be better than Jalen Rager. We have an opportunity to trade up and grab him, or or we can just take Justin Jefferson. I'm cool with either move. I think both players are going to be studs in the NFL. We take Rager, and Rager has done nothing for us. I've seen this man catch one deep route all year. I've watched every game, people. Every game. I've seen him catch one deep route all year, and it was week one against Washington, a game in which we lost, by the way. Okay, cool. I'm supposed to be, We supposed to be banking on the future with that? Okay, cool. He's still young? Okay, cool. He had an injury? Okay, cool. Wentz isn't playing that well? Okay, cool. I'm going to just tell you like it is. It's a bad pick, similar to the bad pick that we made last year when we decided to pick up J.J. Ortega-Whiteside instead of grabbing a D.K. Metcalf. And I understand D.K. wasn't the biggest name in college. I understand that other, other teams passed upon D.K., but right now we look like one of the worst teams in football, and we just got torched by D.K. for 177 yards, and that's on big play Slate, who's a damn good cornerback in the NFL. Clearly. We made the wrong pick there. And J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, is he even on the roster? As much receiving help as we need, is J.J. even on the roster right now? Is he on a practice squad? Where, where, where is J.J. Ortega-Whiteside? Somebody somebody tell me. Somebody let me know. Where is J.J. Ortega-Whiteside today? I have no clue. None. Haven't seen this man on the field. I don't know if he's hurt. I No clue. Waste of a pick. Waste of a pick. Waste of a pick. Two years in a row. Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz is not having a good season this year. I'm going to get to him in a second, but we're going to start with you. Carson Wentz is not having a good season this year. Why are you still playing with Carson Wentz Wentz like he's Aaron Rodgers or like he's Russell Wilson or like he's Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, one of these elite level guys this year? He's been one of those guys in the past, in my opinion, statistically. But this year, he hasn't been that guy. Why don't we play to that? Why the hell are we going for for every fourth down? Why the hell are we going for for two, for a two-point conversion after every touchdown? Why? For what? For what? For what? Why? For what? What's wrong with just punting the ball? This ain't Madden, bro. This is not Madden. What's wrong with just punting the ball? What's wrong with just taking the easy points? What's wrong with just taking the field goals? I said it on timeout, and I say it again here today. You are in the red zone. It's fourth and four against the Seattle Seahawks. Fourth and four. The offense has struggled all game, but you're within 11 points. It's about eight minutes left in the game. The defense has played very well, surprisingly, very well. You have an opportunity to kick a field goal, be down eight points. That's a one-possession game, people. That's a one-possession game. You get a ball back to the Seahawks, you get a stop, you get the ball back, you're now in position to tie the game. A touchdown, two-point conversion, one of your favorite things to do is go for two anyway. You're in position to go win the football game. You're in position to tie it and possibly go win the football game. Instead, you go for it on fourth and four and Wentz throws an interception. Well, that's not 100% on Wentz. That's, that's about 50% on you too, Doug Peterson, Super Bowl Winning coach, Doug Peterson, former quarterback, Doug Peterson, who's supposed to know better, who's supposed to know when this quarterback doesn't have the confidence to make those kind of throws and those kind of plays on the football field right now. 
Doug Peterson, who's supposed to be a quarterback guru. You come on, man. It is it's not rocket science. It's it's not rocket science. Your defense is playing well. It's fourth down and four. You're in the red zone. You kick a field goal. It's a one possession game. You don't kick the field goal. You go for fourth down. The best thing that can happen is you get a, a, a first down or a touchdown, which will be great. The worst thing that can happen is this, that it, is this a turnover, a turnover on downs. The other team gets the football. You get a ball back to Russell Wilson, and you still have to make a defensive stop to get two possessions because you need a touchdown and a field goal. Makes no sense whatsoever. I'm sorry, a touchdown, a two-point conversion, and a field goal. It makes no sense. It, it it just it it makes no sense. It makes no sense to go for it on fourth down there. Maybe fourth and one, maybe even fourth and two, but fourth and four is not it's not smart. It's 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 just it's just it's just not smart. It's not smart football. And that's not the first time he's done that this year. The man been going for it on fourth down all year. The man been going for it on fourth down all year, people. Again, this is not Madden. <laughs> this is not Madden, bro. They may have been going for two-point conversions all year. This is not Madden, bro. Defensively, I ain't got much to say about y'all. Because I can understand how, on the defensive side of the ball, you frustrated. Because you're making stops. You're doing, you, you're doing what you can on the defensive side of the ball just to get a ball back to the offense for the offense to stall for an entire half. These boys stall for a, first, for a half every game. Every game. They're a second-half team, second-half offensive team. That's when they get most of their points, second half. Come, come from behind, kids, that don't actually come from behind and actually win the football game. Frustrating as hell to watch. You guys want us Eagles fans to sit back and not say nothing. But see, Because, see, I know what's going to happen. Excuse me, I know my thoughts are scattered today, but y'all got to deal with it today. I'm sorry. It's going to be scattered. I just, this is just one of those rants. I just have to get off. I just have to get it out. I know what's going to happen after I get this out. If players see it, if fans see it, people are going to say, artist, you're not a real fan. AJ, you're not a real fan. You only with us. You only with Philadelphia when it, when it, when, when it's sunshine, when it, you can't be winning when it's, when it's raining. You half-ass fan. No, the problem is I'm on the front lines. I sing their praises. When they winning, when they playing well, I have little to nothing to say when they losing. I don't say nothing, but I also pay my money to watch these boys every Sunday. I show my support every Sunday. Again, I put my face out here for, for, the, for the Philadelphia Eagles all the time because that's my squad. I love my boys. With that being said, there comes responsibility with that. I'm going to hop on your ass when y'all not playing well, too. Period. You can say what you want. Oh, he's never played football. He's never done this. He's never done that. He doesn't know. You can say what you want. I've watched enough football to know you boys is playing awful right now. You can say what you want. I watched enough football to, to know that Doug Peterson is making bad play calls right now. You can say what you want. But I could, but but I know for a fact you boys is three, seven, and one right now. We're gonna speak up on how we feel. Carson wins. The regression, my boy, has been real this year. You still my dog. You still my dog. I still support you. But this ain't 2017 no more, so I got to keep it real. 
Carson Wentz has played like probably the worst starting quarterback in all of football. Max Kellerman said it the other day on first take, and I actually have to agree. I can't remember a time being an Eagles fan where I felt worse about a quarterback than right now. Now, I've been an Eagles fan since probably 2004, 2005. I hopped on that bandwagon when I was like 10 years old when I seen him with T.O. and Donovan McNabb, and I just never hopped off. The days of Donovan McNabb, the days of Kevin Cobb, the days of Nick Foles, the days of Michael Vick. I've been there through it all. And I've seen some bad quarterback play. And for some reason, this just feels the worst. It just feels the worst. Carson Wentz leading the league in interceptions. Carson Wentz leading the league in the most off-target incompletions. Like I said on timeout, he will overthrow you. He will underthrow you. He, he will throw it to the defender. He will hold on to the ball in the pocket for too long, get sacked, and fumble the football. Lord have mercy. This boy is a, what, five-year pro now? How long he been in the league? Let me look at these stats. Carson has been in the league one, two, three, four. This is his fifth year. This boy got 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, QB rating of 73.4, completion percentage 58.1. These are all career lows, people. These are worse numbers than his rookie year. And the season not even over with. It's it, it, The way the schedule looks, oh, it's going to get worse. I just have to be real about it. It's, it, it, it's going to get worse. Well, we got the Packers coming up. We got New Orleans coming up. I don't know what's going on. But the coaching staff need to sit his ass down. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sit his ass down. Sit him down. Even if Carson Wentz is the quarterback of the future, he ain't the quarterback of right now, this season. He's not it. Sit him down. I said this the week where we tied with the freaking Bengals. Carson, something's not right. Carson Wentz needs to sit down. He needs to be disciplined. Discipline Carson Wentz. Show him that this play is not okay. Instead, you leave him in the lineup. But what does he do? He goes out in in these press conferences and says things like, I'm going to keep taking shots downfield. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, you know, playing my brand of football pretty much. We, you know, we got to get better. How, how many times do I have to hear from y'all that you got to get better before you actually get better? We're not trying to hear, I got to be better. We're trying to see you be better. Actions speak louder than words, my brother. What if this was Donovan McNabb? What if this was Kevin Cobb or Nick Foles? What if this was Michael Vick? Would, he st- would they still be in the lineup right now? That's an honest question. Would they still be the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles right now if they were playing this bad? That's a real question. I don't think any of them would. I've seen all of them get benched. Every last one of the quarterbacks I just mentioned. I've seen them all get benched, cut, released, traded, whatever, because they didn't meet meet up to the criteria, the standard that the Philadelphia Eagles organization is accustomed to. Why is it the same thing happening with Carson Wentz? Is it because we paid him $128 million? Is it because he's in the midst of that contract? Is that why? That shouldn't exclude you from being disciplined as a football player. That shouldn't excuse you, excuse you from, from having to sit down, sit out. Because you're not playing well. Just because you signed good. You got the money good. Well, you got your insurance. So you know that you're the quarterback of at least the next four years. Or however many years is left on that contract. But we are going to sit you down and teach you a lesson that this ain't it. This ain't it. And then when I get in this press conference as a coach, I'm also going to repeat it. This ain't it, y'all. 
That's why we sitting Carson Wentz down. Which brings me to my next topic on these freaking Eagles. I talked about the the Jalen Rager pick, which was atrocious, which was botched, which was a reach. I talked about that. But now let's talk about Mr. Jalen Hurts. Again, looking at Carson Wentz's stats right now, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has 2,541 yards, 58.1 completion percentage, a 73.4 QBR QB rating, 16 touchdowns with 15 interceptions. I'm not even going to look for the fumbles. I don't even want to do that to myself. And when Eagles fans are clamoring for Jalen Hurts to come in and at least play a little better, at least give him a chance, we hear Doug Peterson in interviews saying things like, well, we still have a shot at the division. And putting Jalen Hurts out there is like forfeiting our division. It's like forfeiting the season. We don't have a shot. Wow. So he's that bad. So Jalen Hurts is that. So he's worse than 15 interceptions. He's worse than a, a 73.4 completion or a, a QBR rating. He's, he's worse than that. He's worse than that. Hmm. Interesting, Doug. So then why'd you draft him? Why'd y'all draft him? Why? 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 What'd you draft him for? What'd you draft him for? That's a serious question. We saw the college tape just like y'all saw the college tape. Y'all saw that he wasn't the best quarterback in college football, but you still drafted him in the second round. If he wasn't good enough to step in just in case Carson gets hurt, because we know he's injury prone as well. If he wasn't good enough to step in just in case Carson isn't playing well, then why the hell would you spend your second round draft pick on a player who you can't put in the lineup right now as bad as he's playing? He ain't no better than this. Why would you draft him? That's two draft picks this year. Two, your first and your second that you botched. And you want us to be quiet as Eagles fans? No, put Hurts out there. You drafted him for a reason. Put him out there. Get him out there. Put him out there. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. This is what I mean when I say the Philadelphia Eagles organization is insulting our intelligence. We knew Rager wasn't that dude. We knew Hurts wasn't the best pick when you have Carson Wentz as your quarterback, supposed to be the franchise quarterback. A quarterback who's already dealt with a backup coming in and winning a Super Bowl, a backup coming in and leading the playoff run. A, a quarterback, a quarterback in Carson Wentz who seems to not be mentally, seems to be a little mentally, mentally soft. And you go and draft a quarterback in the second round. And what's your excuse for it? Oh, we're 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 um, a quarterback factory, or we like to we like to have quarterbacks in and out, train them up, you know, to to have really good backups or to or to whatever the case may be. I don't even remember what the real reasoning was to trade to to for assets to build them up to be a great backup. I don't know. I don't care. What did you see that made you draft them? Because there's no way in hell you can convince me as an Eagles fan that watches these boys religiously. That you didn't think Carson would A, get hurt, or B, maybe not have the best of seasons. You don't draft a quarterback in the second round with the intentions on not ever playing him. You don't draft a receiver like Rager 
when you have a receiver that played for LSU that dropped four touchdowns in the national championship game on the board. And it don't even it don't it don't even begin there. You guys also whiffed and missed an opportunity to grab DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. Let him go to the freaking Cardinals who who traded a washed up running back and a draft pick, I believe. I don't know if it was the first or second round draft pick, but obviously we blew our first and second. So, I mean, what was what else was the best we was going to get back for that was DeAndre Hopkins. And that's a damn good pickup. I'm tired of Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia. The city of Philadelphia needs to boycott the Philadelphia Eagles done. Be done this this year. We already can't go to games. Don't watch him either. I'm not watching y'all no more. I'm not watching the Eagles no more. I'm done. I'm finished. Like I said on timeout, my Lakers just want to chip. Basketball starting less than 21 days. That's what I'm going to be watching. I don't have time to entertain these Eagles no more and their putrid play. I don't have time for this. I'll be back next year because I'm an Eagles fan. True. True and through. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm an Eagles fan. And I love my boys. And I can't trade on my dogs no matter how bad they are. But I ain't about to keep entertaining it. And I don't think the city of Philadelphia should entertain it either. If you're listening, stop watching Eagles games. They deserve to lose bread over this season. Yes, I said it. The organization, not the players, because they the ones going out there trying. The organization, with their with their just idiotic moves, deserve to lose some bread this season. Y'all deserve to take a hit this year. Because the moves that y'all made, the coaching decisions that y'all have made, Doug Peterson, I don't know what the hell is going on with that offense at this point, but this is supposed to be your specialty. And the only good thing you could think to do is come, is go forward on fourth down. That's the only thing you could think to do. And it's not even a good thing at this point because your quarterback ain't confident no more. I'm done with the Eagles this year. I will not be watching another game this year. The only way they can get me back is if they put Jalen Hurts in the lineup. That's the only way. I want to see some forward movement. Some movement to discipline our quote-unquote franchise quarterback. Because I'm not even sure he's that guy anymore. And that's with nothing but respect for wins. Because I know he's talented, but he ain't playing like it right now. Move forward. Don't spoil this, man, and think that no matter what you do, we're going to always have this unwavering faith in you. That ain't going to get us nowhere. And 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 for, and for God's sakes, man, what do we have to lose by starting Jalen Hurts? What do we have to lose? If you're so... If you're so hesitant on pulling the plug on him being a starter right now, then you don't see him being a starter of the future. Okay, so put him out there now. Let Wentz sit from the sideline and watch and see what he's doing wrong from the sidelines. Let him watch and observe the games from the sideline. Hopefully that helps him mentally. They did it to Donovan McNabb. And in that same season, he went to the to the NFC Championship game. Why not do it with Carson Wentz? He ain't no different. He ain't no different. Again, what do we have to lose? We're playing in the worst division of all time. If we win this division, so what? So what? What are we competing for this division for? It's over with. We 3-7-1. It don't matter. If we make the playoffs, whoever comes out of the NFC East is going to get molly whopped in the first round. As a matter of fact, I was one of those guys that was a proponent of, of hopping on people's butt when they'd say stuff like, oh, the NFC East doesn't deserve a playoff spot. I agree with them now. They don't deserve a playoff spot. At one point, I was like, no, nah, they do deserve a playoff spot. Everybody that wins the division deserves a playoff spot. You never know. They can get a win. No, 
The NFC East don't deserve no damn playoff spot. Even if the Eagles win, they don't deserve a playoff spot. This is awful. You're wasting, you're wasting time. You're wasting our time. Make some changes, Philadelphia. Last time I came on AJ2K Radio, we were 3-4-1. Our next three opponents, the Giants, the Browns, and the Seahawks. I thought by now we'd be 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. I, I figured we'd lose to the Seahawks, but I'm thinking we have enough talent coming off of a bye off a two-game win streak to defeat the Giants and to defeat the Browns. Both games we were in, both games we lost. And then the loss to the Seahawks is just one that was coming, and it's more frustrating because we were in that game too. Do better. Until y'all do better, y'all won't. Y'all don't deserve the fan support right now. Period. We need to see some changes. We need to see some movement. And that's just the end of the story. That's it. That's it. That's all I got for y'all today. That's all I have to say to y'all today. Nothing but Eagles. If you ain't like it, man, so what? That's how I feel about it today. I have to get that off my chest. I'm done with Philadelphia this year. Don't ask me about them boys this year. I'll be back next year. Get it together. Forgot what the hell you're doing with Carson Wentz. Forgot what the hell you're doing with this offensive line. Forgot what the hell you're finna do about this about this coaching because that's a problem too. Doug Peterson, to be exact. Defensive coordinators out here talking trash to DK Metcalf. Family gashes for, for 177 yards. You know what? I'm done. I catch y'all next time on the next episode of AJ2K Radio. Y'all stay tuned. Hopefully I have a, a come back with some positive stuff next time because this isn't always enjoyable, but I'm done with Philadelphia. Get it together or the city of Philadelphia needs to boycott the Philadelphia Eagles games. Bye.